this week to Talking Flutes with me, Jean-Paul Wright. A big shout out to our sponsors, TJ Flutes. Give them some flute love by visiting Matt TJ Flutes on Instagram and Trevor James Flutes on Facebook. Now, this week, a little tete-a-tete, a little discussion with my bra, bro, brew, my dear, dear friend on the other side of the pond, Jose Valentino. The guy that's won more prizes than I think I, well, I've drunk beers. <laughs> he just, oh, I mean, he's just that's won. a good one. I like that one. Yeah, he's just won those. The World Music Music Awards of the Year. He's just won another one. His Grammy, Emmy. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about me for change. No, no, no. no Please, I want, let's talk about you. No, no. I want to tell everybody about a telephone conversation or a WhatsApp conversation we had a few months ago. And I said, hey, Joey, I'd like you to record a dozen pieces for me and you come back and write and record and you come back and said yeah bro what do you want bro and i went back so i haven't the foggiest i don't know uh i'd like to be able to put it on social media so not really long sort of 60 seconds to 90 seconds be able to chop it up for ticky tocky tocky ticky and you said yeah man but you know what do you want and i said i don't know the brief is as wide as you want to make it and then one week ago, I get a message saying, check your emails. And there was a link. And down plopped 12 brilliant tracks of between 60 and 90 seconds. All very, very different. And one extra one, which I love. It's the bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> where you put the bloopers there's, in. There's more bloopers than there is anything else every time I'm in the studio. <laughs> so, Joey, uh, firstly, um, what I want to do now is I'm going to play the first piece called Seven Bowls. And each you've named each one of these. Um, we're, we're not going to play them all today, otherwise this podcast be really long. Actually, it wouldn't be because they're only 60 seconds each, but uh, let's not spoil it all. Let's yeah. play Seven Bowls. And then you can tell me about Seven Bowls and then about the project, how you managed to do all this work with it, with it, the worst brief that anyone can ever give you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, the good thing about this is that without any brief, it, it's almost scary, but you know what? I'm bold in, 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 in being able to communicate, like, really what I've been thinking about lately. So... <laughs> Get ready, because I can't believe you mentioned Seven Bowls. I was hoping that that would be the one that we don't talk about, but we're going there. Let's go. We're going there, bro. So, everybody, this is Seven Bowls. This is uh, created, composed, and played by Jose Valentino. And it is the videography, which you will see later, if you're going to check these out on YouTube and also on all our social media, is by the wonderful percussionist Robert Acevedo. Junior, or you could just call him Robert Avocado. <laughs> yeah, then this is the tone of the, how this podcast is going to go. So, everybody, seven bowls.
Well, I mean, Joey, I mean, how did you... I, what people won't realise, and you, I implore you all to go and check the, vid- the videos with these as well, because they sort of mix and match. There's a lot of videography has gone on. There's a lot of thought. But firstly, tell me about Seven Bowls, because that, to me, it is a strange name. Either Seven Bowls of Something to Eat or Seven Balls in a Bowling Alley. What is it? <laughs> you got to get ready for this one. Go. On. All right. So... Um, obviously, you know, within flute, in the world of flute music, uh, the flute has always been, um, an important tool within the context of sacred music, music for the church. And, uh, you know, I, as a, as a Christian myself, I explore all kinds of sacred music also from different cultures as well within Christianity. And I also love exploring, you know, just, uh, how people utilize music for religious purposes. So ethnodoxology, you know, I love studying, you know, basically music in worship contexts or within the, for the purpose of theological um, usage. But I noticed that so much of sacred music history tends to be with texts about uh, the gospel, which, you know, the gospel of Jesus. And, you know, the, the word gospel actually means good news. But, you know, if you read the, the Bible, there's plenty of different stories that is not just about the good news, but also, you know, horrific things that have happened and that will happen. And so I decided to do something absolutely nuts. I went to the feared book of Revelation, the very last one, and where it talks about the end of the world and and God's wrath. And so with each wrath being symbolized by the seven trumpets, getting to more intense, oh, seven seals, getting more intense wraths, which is the seven trumpets, and finally, the greatest uh, form of God's wrath upon the earth being the seven bowls, where he poured out the first bowl, and this is what happened to the earth. And so, you know, whether you believe it or not is is not the purpose of uh, this, you know, music, but I was just really inspired, much like the way... um, well, you know, uh, even the movie Disney Fantasia, you know, they, they they have this piece and they say, you know, we're going to do this imagery based on this piece. Well, in this case, I basically tried to translate sort of an aggressive intensity that I normally wouldn't do in a concert. And I did that with the seven bowls. And so this uh, the piece happens to be about the end of the world, whenever that is. And it just seems like we're getting closer. But... <laughs> and so does it fall within the realm of sacred music? I think so, right? I mean, technically, uh, would I play this at a church service? Uh, I don't think anybody, <laughs> I'll probably get kicked out, you know? I love playing, you know, Amazing Grace, you know, in different concerts and in uh, and, and Songs of Hope, as you know. I mean, I have an album called His Power as well as His Presence and and track one of his power is called Song, A Song of Hope. Song of Hope is a composition that I did with my friend Bruno Miranda, who's the pianist. You know, I think it's also important just to kind of realize that, you know, I mean, there, there is not just beauty and wonder uh, in the earth, which, you know, you know me, I live my life by the principle that we got to be obsessed with the pursuit of wonder and be ruined for the ordinary. I mean, and I think you're the best example of that. You know, we find the hope and the beauty and the love and all that stuff in a world that is an imperfect world. But uh, really what the book of Revelation is about more than anything is just, you know, the depravity and just uh, of, of, of humanity and, and 
in how we're destroying ourselves and, and the earth, but there is hope at the end, which is indicated at the very end of, of Revelation. So it's, you know, it's, it's a theme that we see in some of the greatest movies of all time when you think about it. You know, it's like, um, you know, when you give humanity or, or, or parties or, or, or governments, you know, too much power or whatever the case may be, you know, where it's like things just get too convoluted where people forget about the essence, which is the, the importance of loving one another and what that really means. And, and if you take, remove love, then we end up over time, and it could be hundreds and even thousands of years, you know, find ourselves even where we are right now, where it's just like, you know, it's, it's such a weird time that we're in and it's post-COVID. But now it's like all these other things happening. And so, you know, it's a reminder that if you're not unsure what to do with your career as a musician, speaking from an entrepreneur, uh, you know, professor of music business entrepreneurship, that we should go about our lives in, you know, being more missiological, which is to whatever creative process that we do, whatever business aim that we have, whatever work that we do needs to provide intrinsic aim and intrinsic connection with uh, your consumer and with, you know, just humanity in itself. It can't just be about entrepreneurial aim, meaning to provide extrinsic, extrinsic value for people. So that's basically what Seven Bowls is about. So let's go from one area to another strange area. I'm going to go straight to Celestial Decree, purely because... It's odd, man. It's odd. Oh yeah, it's odd. <laughs> hey, you like? But do, do you? Uh, I loved do you like it. The, do you like the eye action? I loved it, and that's what that's what dragged me. I, I'll tell everybody quite open. I've said to Joey, look, I, I want to try and get traction on social media, but I, I actually can't tell you how to do it. We have lots of yeah. followers, but I, you know, all these algorithm changes and everything, and I, I just say, come up with something that is. That whatever's going through your mind at any one moment, and anyone that knows you knows that there are lots of things going through your mind at any one moment. There isn't just one. But Celestial Decree it got me from the first moment. The videography is great, but also you hang on to this one note and then you bend it, and then you come back again. And I'm just there waiting. What was that? Was that the hook? Yeah, that was the hook. I mean, look, uh, if you check out my albums and my material, you, you will know that I play a lot of notes, yes. right? So, <laughs> I mean, I tend to be that kind of player. And it just, I think it comes from the, the standpoint of, you know, uh, th there's so little time in life and so much to say, you know what I mean? And I appreciate the artists like my, Miles Davis that just say, you know what? I'm not ever going to say enough. So I'm just going to say what I got to say in the moment. And I appreciate the musicians <laughs> that, that have that that ability but you know i mean I, I would say with the all this whole video series since i was really improvising more than anything and i mean we could even talk about afterwards what was the creative process of the production as well as like you know how much thought did i put into each video and all that stuff but this was much more improvisatory than than it was like you know me having enough time to conceptually think about you know point a to point b because i the each video is only 60 seconds of a composition, maybe a little bit more, you know? And so, a, you know, there's, it's like I had a choice. Do I want to play a simple melody? Well, you know, I think, a, I hope that every video just leaves people wanting more, 
not even so much from a soul, you know, we want more soloing, more improvisation. We want to see more flash. It's not about that. It's like, man, I wish I could hear what the melody is. Yeah. I wish I could hear the context of this. Yeah. Why is this just a snippet? And why do, why is it that it goes straight into like an intensive expressivity that is cognitive translation of my aesthetic and, and human experience? But it's like, what's the context? But we could, you can still find, you know, beauty and, 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 you know, wonder within the music. But, you know, Celestial Decree, you know, one of the things that I think about, clearly I've been thinking about, you know, the end of the world as well as, you know, <laughs> the outside of the world. So I was thinking about Celestial, I was thinking about heaven. And I was just thinking about the phenomenon of no time existing, you know, in eternity, meaning you're not confined by the boundaries of time, space, matter, and energy that of this universe, right? And so I guess I've been getting a little bit, you know, if there's time uh, to worry about, then all your stresses are gone. All your worries are gone. And that means that, you know what, you can hold a note and not gonna be, uh, there's no real able to express who that given moment, you know? And so I made that track. I had no idea how or what I was going to do because that music is, even though I produced all the tracks, you know, I, I love hip hop and electronic music, experimental for my audiences. And so I just thought, could I make a convincing statement with just holding one note? And it happened to be C. So then they, from an artistic perspective, I thought to myself, C? Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, very clever. So everybody, Celestial Decree. had a power outage and I lost all signal and all contact with Joey over in Florida which just shows to show just shows to go just <laughs> which just goes to show that even in the best plans as a musician or in life things go wrong and you just get on and do them so you'll be able to see all these videos and all these 60 to 90 second compositional works which were done on the spot, ad hoc, improvised with Jose Valentino on our YouTube channel, Trevor James Flutes, or you'll be able to catch up with them on TikTok at TJ Flutes, on Instagram at TJ Flutes and at Facebook at Trevor James Flutes. Ten Really, really interesting 60 seconds pieces, all spontaneous, 
all with different vibes, different feels, different meanings. And the aim, as Joey said, was just to create some sort of throwaway pieces, the pieces that existed and then didn't. So please take a look at at these. And I'm going to end with a piece called the Super Coqui or Coqua. Do you know, I don't really know what it is. I know it's a Puerto Rican piece. I can't really, with it, without Jose being here to tell me about my pronunciation, it's called Super Coca. And it's one of the 10 brilliant, brilliant pieces. So until next week, please like or rate this podcast for whatever you're listening to this on. And follow us on Talking Flutes and Instagram or Facebook at Talking Flutes, or you can contact us via email at flutepodcasts at gmail.com. So until next week, and hopefully we will not have a power outage, may your week be musically fulfilling, and may your low C sharp, or even B, be beautiful. Goodbye. Talking Flutes and Talking Flutes Extra are podcast productions by the Trevor James Flute Company. For more information, visit trevorjamesflutes.com.